Monday. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beaver's Podcast, the daily movie review show, right here on YouTube. Thank you for uh, checking out the first ever episode, and uh, let's go straight into it. The movie I watched today was Those Who Wish Me Dead, directed by Taylor Sheridan, sorry, Angelina Jolie, Aidan Gillian, Nicholas Holt, John Berenthal, and Finn Little. It is a movie about a smoke jumper who has some issues in her past that involves her go through uh, some trauma where she is pretty much in in this world on destiny where she has to go into a tower rather than actually jumping into fires because of this prior incident. Meanwhile, uh, a boy is on the run from a pair of assassins who uh, are pretty much silencing anybody involving this whole plot involving the mafia. So my thoughts on it that it, it it did keep my attention. I did enjoy the movie first off. I watched this on HBO Max. This movie is also available on demand anywhere else. You can also, if you have movie theaters open, it is available there. Now, let's uh, let's let's go into this movie. So I I did enjoy this movie. It was uh, kind of a nice throwback to. Movies like Breakdown, which I actually just recently saw, but it's pretty much where you know what the plot is going into it, and you know the the end goal, you know what needs to be done, and you enjoy the ride for what for what it is, and it's a good waste of a hundred minutes. It's nice and fun, uh, nothing too offensive, nothing too think. There is some parts where this movie could have been tightened up, in my opinion. I do think the first half an hour of this movie should have really been tightened up. It re- it really did focus on the sun more than Angelina Jolie. And from from what I see, it even though the the child is the main character, Angelina Jolie gets quite a bit of the star presence in this movie. So going into, it, I was very confused. I was like, "When does Angelina Jolie? I think is in this movie for maybe five, ten minutes in the first half an hour." And I, I feel especially towards the end that the relationship between these two characters is very forced and uh, locked in, rather than time that could have taken away from that first half an hour and put into this relationship between these two characters. Because by the end, he has like total trust in, in her. Even though they do have, uh, they've been through quite a horrible ordeal, I just don't think it reached that point that I would have enjoyed it and, pr- and it would have made more sense. But on a turn your brain off and enjoy is a is a very fu- fun movie. There's uh, a couple of good performances in it, especially by Nicholas Holt and Aidan Gillian playing the two assassins. Uh, to English, and I believe Aidan Gillian is Irish, and uh, flawless American accents. You can kind of tell when actors do a different accent from what they actually speak, because you kind of see them, the gears moving before they speak. Whereas these two, uh, I think they kind of did the uh, house. Uh, Hugh Laurie. Yes, Hugh Laurie just... This is all uh, unscripted. I'm pretty much just giving my thoughts right here and there. But Hugh Laurie, when he played House, never changed his accent while on the set. 
so that it could have that natural. And this is what I felt with these two. Really good performance. And this is actually, I don't watch many Angelina Jolie movies. I, I do enjoy when I do see her, but I've not seen anything recently that she's made. But she was pretty, I really enjoyed the dynamic that was set up. I would have liked to also see more with the smoke jumpers. I really liked the setup dynamic and also the John Berenfall and his wife uh, in this movie was a very interesting thing. But a lot of, in my opinion, the story beats were kind of diminished because they were focusing more on the boy rather than uh, the other characters, which was uh, very, very unfortunate. I, I thought if they spread it out and kind of gave more to these characters and everything like that, even though they're not in for most of the movie, it would have been nicer to kind of get more per perspective of uh, Angelina Jolie's character because she does have top billing, but it, it is what it is. So my rating for this and for here on Beaver Does uh, Podcast, uh, we are subscribers to the, to the throne of Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks, God bless him, Tybo King, everything like that. I absolutely love the man. I've been watching a few of his movies and uh, Showdown recommended, uh, King of the Kickboxers recommended if you guys want to check that out. So we have a rating system called the Blank System. Uh, it's out of five. We don't half anything because Billy Blanks doesn't half anything. So why should we uh, do the same to his rating system? So for this, uh, I enjoyed. I did find myself. And another thing when it comes to movies is how much do I concentrate on the movie? Is it capturing me? Is it allowing me to want to watch it and keep watching it? Uh, my phone is a big thing sometimes, and I found myself kind of wandering to my phone, which is uh, a bad thing. It's something I've been working on, but sometimes a movie will just catch me dead, and I just don't want to see it. So, but I did. I actually did rewind uh, the last half of this movie because I was kind of zoning out. But then something happened in this movie that caught my attention. So I was like, you know. I'm just going to rerun the, the final half an hour, and I'm glad I did. Uh, so this movie was bordering on a two. It was bordering on a two, but my score, for those who wish me dead, directed by Taylor Sheridan, uh, available on HBO Max in the US and on demand anywhere else, and cinemas anywhere you have cinemas, because right here in Canada, we do not have it. I am going to rate this three out of five, three blanks wherever I'm going to be doing it, it's going to be down there. Uh, not going to edit that one out. <laughs> so thank you guys for uh, checking out the first day of the daily movie reviews. This is going to be a daily occurrence. If you want to check out some more of my stuff, check out my podcast. Uh, link is in my description. And if you do enjoy these uh, reviews, it's just someone who loves movies, is uh, not one of these people that kind of, pontificates too much i be i mainly do it on an enjoyment level and so that's pretty much my uh pedigree when it comes to movie watching is that i i just enjoy movies and i give you a honest opinion i tell you if i if i half watch the movie just because i was so bored and stuff like that that is what it's going to be like be like tuesday the woman in the in the window is a 2021 movie directed by joe wright based on the book the Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. It stars Amy Adams, Gary Oldman, Anthony Mackie, 
Wyatt Russell, Jennifer Jason Lee, Julianne Moore, and plenty more because this movie has a real decent cast. I just wish they had a better movie to have this cast ensemble because it is a lot of these people in this movie are people I always look out to see what they're bringing out next. And unfortunately, what came next was this movie. It's, it's about Amy Adams who has agoraphobia. And from there, she starts to believe that her neighbors are up to no good. It's pretty much Rear Window or Fright Night. And unlike Rear Window, which is a great movie, and Fright Night, which has vampires, this tries to do its own thing. And in general, I did like it. I did. But some of the options that they made in this movie did not work for me. Uh, there's there's one part where a lot of the mystery in the movie happens and it's a close-up of Amy Adams' face and then it goes to black and I'm like, am I watching a theater performance, like a community theater performance? Because it's often that way. They have to like monologue or stuff like that and it all goes dark. It was just like that. I'm like, what is this? And it almost took me out. I, I do admit, I was into it for the first few moments, but then as soon as like the actual plot comes in and the twists start to happen, uh, I pretty much called every single twist in this too. And oftentimes a good twist is something that you can see coming, but they do it so well that you're willing to overlook the predictableness of it. With this, the twists were very obvious from what you saw but they're not pulled off well in any way. And that's no shame to the actors. Uh, they all pulled off. Gary Oldman is one of my favorite actors and even he couldn't pull this off. So I've been debating, I've been debating on what score I should give it. Uh, I've decided, like I want to give it a two just because the cast try and there are some good moments and there is potential there, but then I kind of want to put it down to you know what it's gonna get a it's gonna get a one blanks one blanks just because the potential was there uh i was really enjoying it but just some of the options in the narrative sense really just took it away from me so this movie gets a one out of five wednesday boys from county hell a 2020 vampire irish movie directed by chris barr and starring jack rowan john lynch and louisa harlan and I really enjoyed this movie. This movie, I went in uh, just from, I caught like a lot of the trailers. Are, usually when it comes to like Shudder, this is a Shudder exclusive, by the way. They, off, they often get me with a lot of their uh, trailers and stuff like that. I have a year subscription to Shudder. And oftentimes like their advertising really captures me. A lot of the stuff I've watched from that, app is because of their youtube ads and stuff like that just some great stuff on there that will be surprising and this continues that trend and i really did enjoy it. i went into this expecting sean of that i expected a vampire comedy movie just from the way the trailer but it's actually pretty dark it's actually a lot darker so the movie is about uh, vampires of course and it's about this stone that they have in this small town of in Ireland 
And what apparently the myth, which is not really a spoiler, but the myth is that Bram Stoker came to this little town, heard this local legend, and turned it into a vampire story. Uh, you know, the, the famous one, Dracula. And apparently, this this is the, the original story that Bram Stoker stole. And it really turns a lot of the vampire tropes on its head. Uh, it, it attacks the whole sunlight thing and everything like that, which I'm not going to spoil. The one little spoil I'm going to give, which actually happens at the start of the movie, is that this vampire is pretty cool. I really like the way that they did this vampire. He or she, does. I think it's a he. Uh, I Just, uh, yeah, it's definitely a he. And he would, the sheer presence of this vampire makes people bleed profusely and then all the blood like just crawls to him rather than the whole biting thing. And I thought that was a, like the effect that they did that and the way the way it happens and it even makes him a huge threat like this vampire is such a huge threat the uh the beginning of this movie you we don't get much vampire action and uh like the previous reviews i just i actually did i complained that not enough plot too much setup but i actually really like the setup i really especially with horror movies often with horror movies you don't want to be doing a full movie just full of horrors you kind of want to set up the characters and the characters that were brought into this movie i actually really liked i actually really liked the way they set it up and i you know some some personal tragedies happen in this movie that kind of affects the other characters and even gives them hopes and dreams and stuff like that and that's a good horror movie because a good horror movie needs to get two reactions from you either a r because that character is dead or thank christ he's dead because he's a complete asshole and a lot of these characters got like a pretty much ah damn that guy died so real good real fun i really really enjoyed this movie and definitely check it out uh it's on shutter shutter as a pretty decent uh, price definitely for horror fans if you like your vampires that are a lot more visceral and violent rather than your you know your romantic vampires which this kind of goes against because it's kind of a spit in the face at the Bram Stoker Dracula uh, story so definitely check it out uh, I'm as a horror fan and as a regular ass movie reviewer I guess I'm going to give this movie a four just because it held my attention for a while, had some cool ideas. I really liked the interactions between the characters. It was very interesting and a, a big surprise. I've I went from not knowing what this movie is to really enjoying the hell out of this movie. So it's definitely getting a recommendation. Thursday, the Spider is a short movie written and directed by Roger Boyer. It came out back in 2017. Uh, full disclosure, just before I get into this review, uh, Roger is a good friend of mine and he often appears on my podcast and I'm kind of wanting to look at one of his old short movies before. But if you have seen this movie and you've checked it out, uh, join in the conversation and dro drop a comment below. I really do enjoy talking about the movies that I watch and it, I would like to get a good community going by having having everyone chat about all the different movies I watch. Now, on to the movie. 
uh i really enjoyed this i really enjoyed this uh gr- granted like i said i i do know roger personally but this movie for me it kind of gave off a in the american sense uh, a, a clerk's vibe with the the whole style the way it was shot which was shot very well like i, I have a talented friend so but it also, if you're uh, if you're English like me, it also gives a space vibe, which is by uh, Edgar Wright, who has directed many fantastic movies, including Baby Driver, the Cornetto trilogy, which is Shaun of the Dead and stuff like that. And space was a previous thing where it was a lot of the same guys working on that. And it's about a guy who lives in a comic book store and has to like. Uh, venture through his day to day and his uh, living situation and I got uh, I honestly wanted to see more this runtime is about seven minutes um, I'm actually hoping to try and beat the runtime of this talking about this movie but uh, let's see if we can get it done but I really enjoyed it I really uh, the whole I, I the whole premise of this movie is uh, Chuck has a crush on the flower girl next door using a superhero card Drawn by his co-worker, Kelly. Chuck tries to strike up a conversation and ask her out on a date. It's a pretty simple premise, but just the humor and some of the bits between the characters, I really enjoyed. Uh, it kept my attention. Like, like I said, it's a short movie, but it still uh, kept my attention. A uh, few bits here and there, but like I said, I, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see this develop. also has kind of a nice uh, gag at the end. I've... I believe I've seen uh, the guy who plays Chuck. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I've seen him in another short movie by Roger called The Wolf, which is one of my favorite shorts I've seen in a long while. He released it, I believe, a year or two ago. And uh, definitely check that out. It's on Instagram. I'll include a link below. But I believe Chuck, uh, the character Chuck, I, I the actor's name is... Uh, one second. Uh, Amarin Rai. He was really, really good in that. And I really enjoyed him here. I'm hoping to see if I can find any more stuff that he was in. Just because I really liked his performance. Uh, speaking of performance. So I actually know somebody also in this movie. Uh, Shadow Kaloom, Who plays the uh, boyfriend spoiler of the the love interest. I I, I really enjoyed him in this. I know him. He's a very shy guy. And it was kind of nice to see him come out of his uh, shell slightly a bit. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, everyone else, the, uh, the the friend character also, I really enjoyed, enjoyed him too. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it. Uh, I'm not going to give it a star rating just because I'm too close to the source. But I definitely recommend you check it out. Uh, actually, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to give it four blanks. But it's kind of a, yes, I'm giving it four, but I'm I'm biased. But I definitely recommend you check it out if I'm able to find a, a way for you guys to check it out. I'm, I'm going to talk to Rogers, maybe see if there'd be a way to release it and stuff like that. But definitely check it out. The Spider... A fantastic uh, local production and Friday. Army of the Dead, starring Dave Bautista, directed by Zack Schneider. Before I get into my thoughts and opinions, if you 
have seen this movie and want to let me know how you feel, if you disagree with me, whatever, throw it in the comments. I want to start building a community where we can all chat and stuff like that. Uh, I just want to start building that. I, I love talking to people about movies. I love that, that whole aspect. The fact that I have a whole podcast talking about like pop culture, which is the Beavis podcast. There is an episode available now on all good podcast providers. Uh, there'll be a link in the description for you to check out. But, okay, so, Army of Darkness. I keep saying Army of Darkness. My, my apologies. I'm, I don't script these things because I'm doing it every day. I don't have... I, I kind of prefer to do unscripted. But Army of the Dead. I starred this movie the, uh, today. I watched it uh, in some... Uh, I watched it, and the, the first thing when I saw it was uh, two and a half hours. Like, whew, that's a long time for a zombie flick. In my opinion, I feel like it's very long. Uh, I do feel like it is a problem with Netflix movies in themselves. Netflix movies in themselves are... They're kind of the Wild West when it comes to directors that have a bit of clout, that have a bit of a reputation. They're allowed to make the runtime as long as possible. I'm all for creative expression, but sometimes you do need somebody to say, hey, can you chip it a little bit? Like The Irishman. I I enjoyed from what I've seen, but I didn't sit through the, 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 the full three hours. And luckily, this was actually... This is actually the second Zack Schneider movie I watched this year. And that's like five and a half hours. Well, yeah, five and a half, you know, six hours of Zack Schneider material. And it went by quickly. I, I did enjoy it. I do feel it was pretty long. I had to take a, a few breaks, just, you know, grabbing meals and stuff like that. But as I was watching it, I was still enthralled. I I really like the humor in this movie. Um, Matthias uh, Schweighoffer, it's a German name, so I apologize if I mess it up, is one of the one of my favorite comedic characters in a movie that I've seen in a while. Oftentimes, especially now, comedic characters do not work out in any capacity. They're always forced. They're never funny. But this character, I actually really like the way that they presented him. And they still made him badass and still gave him some cool character moments. And he had a use for being there. But, you know, he was still comedic. And it was still a lot of fun. And uh, I'm a big fan of Don the Dead, which was also a Zack Schneider joint. And this feels like an evolution from that. Uh, that Zack Schneider's Dawn of the Dead, when I heard about it, I was like, this is ridiculous. You're making zombies and you're making them run. Now, with this, on the other hand, they made the zombies, like, intelligent like more intelligent than what it was in land of the dead which was start you know day of the dead started off with bud and then land of the dead they start to do the whole you know collectively working together for a mission with this it's like a whole you know tribe of them they have um going into spoiler territories there's like a barter system in there for people that show up in the area and it's just like it's very interesting and they had some very cool ideas. And I'm very interested. Apparently, there's going to be a prequel and an animated series. And I'm interested to see what they do with it. You don't need the same characters. But 
just the world that was built up and especially the threat. I'm very interested to see where they take this. Uh, there, I do, from what I've been reading, I've been looking at like all, all the character aspects and you know, all the, the critics and stuff like that. My apologies. Once again, unscripted, but that, that's the way I roll. But I do agree that some of the emotional was a bit over the top in the way that they went about it. It was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, another complaint that I had was just some of the visuals. I did enjoy a lot of it, but there's a couple of uh, parts in this where it looked dog rough. I actually made a reference in my background because I pretty much tried to recreate a typical shot in this movie uh, around the start because every outdoor scene, the whole background is just blurry and then it's like hyper-focused on the person at the front. And I think it's a stylistic choice, but then the issue is, was uh, Tignataro replaced a uh, comedian. And what happened was uh, the comedian he replaced well, she replaced was huge. Like he's like a tall guy and Tignataro um, is not very tall. And you could honestly see like it was very jarring. It was very, you could really tell because there's points where they're all together and it's almost like Tignataro had an aura around her. So, but I didn't, but that was like, they did enough to like hide it. But there's a few bits where it just caught my eye. And went, yeah, that doesn't look very well, especially with the time that was uh, taken for it to be released. But I just, I generally enjoyed it. I do enjoy a good zombie movie, and this is a good, fun uh, zombie movie. Any, a uh, bit of a spoiler, but any movie that kind of does uh, on the nose with their music sometimes, I love. Like they used uh, Viva Las Vegas, uh, Suspicious Minds, a lot of uh, Elvis is in this. And then towards the end, they use uh, Zombie by the Cranberries. And I was like, you know what? Uh, so what my, orig my original rating for that, I was like, this is going to be a free. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Bit of a long run time, but I really like the humor and stuff like that. But then as soon as uh, I heard in your head, Zombie, Zombie, you know, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, you know what? This is going to be a four blanks movie, just off that, off that alone. Like my, my criteria is uh, enjoyment. You know, sometimes I like to go technical, but the only time I like to go technical is if it's if it's jarring enough where I'm like, oh, oh shit, what is that? Oh no, oh lord. Like when you notice it. But if I can watch a movie and not notice those kind of things, I'm willing to overlook it. Um, the PlayStation One dog from the Bye Bye Man is like, my, does it look like a PlayStation One dog? No, it's all cool. Also, fantastic use of a zombie tiger. So, guess uh, a plus from me. Four blanks, and uh, that is it for the weekdays. Saturday. This one is something that's been on my radar for a while. I've been wanting to check it out. Been meaning to find a way that I could do it, and it is 2020's guest. It is uh, directed and written by Finn Callen and stars Melania Crisson. And yeah, before we get into this, uh, like if you, I'm going to include a link down below of this movie. It is available on YouTube. It's a pretty popular short movie with uh, 2 million views, which is fantastic. And 
I just want to get your thoughts and feelings on, on this. Did you enjoy it? Did you not? Uh, throw it down below and I will uh, gladly reply to it. One of the things a part of this project is to build a community where we have a conversation and stuff like that. Um, friendly conversation, of course. Now, where, where to begin? Uh, the one thing that I took away from this is I really like the sound design. I had to kind of turn it up a bit. Uh, maybe next time that I watch this, I would like to put on a pair of headphones and link it to my TV because I think that would be the better experience. But I really liked um, not much of a sound score in this movie, and it's more of uh, the sounds of the characters and stuff like that. That is what I really enjoyed. Uh, it's a simple story. It's about a young woman taking drastic measures to rid herself of a mysterious, overworldly creature known as the guest. Uh, she wakes up, her face is bandaged, and then it goes into what happened to her. And we, uh, as you can see in the thumbnail, you, you, she meets this creature who is very creepy. Uh, doesn't do much, but I think that works in its regard. I would like to have seen more. Uh, why? Well, not really why, because sometimes the mystery on what it's doing is very in interesting. I'm wondering if it's like a it follows and that it just constantly watches you and do you go mad and stuff like that. There is um, a bit of some of the acting in this I would perceive as a bit wooden, but considering that there's not time to build the character or anything like that, uh, there's nothing that really can do. Uh, it kept my attention throughout. I generally enjoyed it. It's 11, it's 11 minutes, so I'm glad my attention span is allowing me to watch an 11-minute short movie. But I, I, I really enjoyed it, but in my heart, I can't give this a full five or even a four. Uh, the creature looks cool, but there is a couple I think it looks better in stills than it does in motion. There's a part where it turns its head and it instantly takes me out of it. So I, I did enjoy what was brought to the table. There's a couple of issues in there, but considering the budget, I appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. But this for me is going to be a free blanks out of five. Uh, we have a sliding scale in dedication to the awesome Billy Blanks. And out of five, this is only going to get a free just because of some uh, some issues that I found. Uh, but it kept my attention throughout. It's definitely worth your time. I actually want to see more by this director. I'm hoping that maybe a future length movie would be uh, coming in. I, I would love to see more. It kind of give me vibes of um, Apex Twin. If you remember the guy, the guy who does a lot of the really cool music videos, including Come to Daddy, and then there's Window Liquor. Uh, those had some really messed up visuals, and I got a bit of a vibe from this director from those, you know, for those music uh, videos. So I'm hoping to see more. And Sunday. Nice and relaxing day. And for today, I actually watched something that could be considered relaxing because the whole movie is about somebody in a pod. And before I uh, get into it, 
like I, I usually mention it beforehand, but if you want to give your thoughts on this movie or if you just want to ask questions, feel free to comment. I, I, I like I like interacting with everybody. So uh, go for it. So yeah, o- Oxygen is a 2021 movie directed by Alexandre Aja and stars... Um, I may mess up the pronunciation on this, but uh, Melanie Laurent, and hopefully my my other half is probably going to murder me uh, for my pronunciation, but it is what it is. Now, I'm a big fan of Aja. I love a lot of the stuff he's brought out. Recently being Crawl, I've also enjoyed Horns, Piranha 3D, The Hills of Eyes, and his first movie that I ever heard of, that he had a connection with was High Tension. I absolutely adore that movie. Now this, in my opinion, is something totally different. I've not seen him do, uh, do anything like this. Um, he's I often see him for like his high uh, blood blood splatter, cra- craziness and stuff like that. And this is very, uh, a lot more subdued. It actually reminds me of the 20. 20- 10 movie by Ryan Reynolds Buried in that it's only shown one area and you get a couple of flashes of what's going on with a plot but in my opinion this actually exceeds it quite a bit and I think the reason why is with uh, Buried it was very much in one location and he had a phone whereas this is a sci-fi movie so it allows a lot more for you to see, for you to interact with, for you to hear. And it adds to the story, it adds to everything. I don't want to go into spoilers with this, but just in general, it was a fun, fun ride. I like the twists and turns it took. I like how it started off where you don't, you're pretty much learning as you watch the movie. And I like the way it developed. I like the way it built up. And from there, it was just super uh, intense and everything like that. I do agree that it might have needed a bit more of a... I don't know what more you could add to it, but I did feel something was missing. I, if, if anyone has any idea, but I did feel like there was just that one little thing missing, but I did like what they put in and... I was uh, engaged throughout. I generally enjoyed watching this movie. And uh, Laurent, I, she was amazing. I, I've seen her before in Inglorious Bastards, and she really gives off a good performance. And, you know, it's pretty tough sometimes because she's pretty much acting against herself and just listening and just listening and stuff like that. But you can kind of see the struggle. And it also has a. I, I really like what they put in to the end of this movie. I really like the ideas set forth. I like the twists and the turns. So for me, hmm, like it's not a four movie. I'm thinking, yeah, you know, and a three is not a bad array in it. Like three is good. And in my opinion, this is a free movie. This is a free blanks out of five. Uh, it's not great but it's good and i enjoyed it and it's not like the best best movie ever which is a five that's a rarity so but it was i enjoyed it it was you know it it passed it enough for me to enjoy 
So yeah, definitely check this out. This is available on Netflix. And if you want to check something out, uh, that's you know, it's an hour and a half. It's a fun ride. Uh, you, you need to be looking at this movie intently too. You need to focus on this. And uh, sometimes when I need to focus on a movie uh, for subtitles, I also use the dub for this as well, just to kind of help me uh, connect. So that is the way I watched it. But you're more than welcome to check this out in the French dub or you know, the original French audio version just to see if that works for you. But good movie. Really enjoyed it. Great performance by uh, Laurent. And yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. And that is it for the first ever week. Thank you so much for tuning in and helping me on this journey. Uh, make sure you throw a like. You know, the more likes, the more people can see this and the more we can engage in each other with conversation. Once again, if you have any comments that you want to throw in there, just drop them and, you know, recommendations, you know, things I could do better, just drop them and I will gladly get back to you. I really do enjoy what I've received so far this week. So, and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.